if you're watching or listening to this podcast right now, you're probably exactly like I was. A football player who has high hopes of getting out of Europe and making it to the next level of playing college football in America. This is it, the dream that all football players have, making it to the big leagues. But how exactly do you do that? How do I make it to the big time? Now, if you're like a vast majority of kids in Europe, you're not exactly sure where to start. Well, today, Matt and I are going to begin to reveal it all. How to achieve your dreams, how to make it out of Europe and make it to college to play football. But where do you begin first? What to do first? Well, to start out, you have to market yourself. You have to sell yourself to different college coaches. You have to make yourself look good, presentable. You have to give everything that you have to the coaches. But where do you do that? How exactly is that going to go down? Well, today we're going to begin to talk about that. We're going to use Twitter, the best recruiting platform that you could have anywhere and everywhere. It's quick, easy, accessible, and everybody can use it no matter how old you are or where you are in the world. And with that being said, welcome everybody to EliteCast, episode three, how to use Twitter for recruiting. I am Parker Rogers, and as always, joined, of course, by Matthew Bressingson. All right, let's get into it. How to use Twitter to get noticed by college coaches. Matt, I'm going to let you jump right in because this is a very, very important topic that we have here today. Yeah, no worries. Right, just to give a bit of credentials. So I've been scouting the CFL for the last couple of months with an internship that I'm currently on. So I've had plenty of experience working with Twitter. And I've uh, we got some points we're going to break down. So first of all, Opening Twitter, you're going to have to have a profile picture. Be sure to a good picture of yourself and a high quality, preferably playing football or showing the, showing you like your size and your athleticism in a, in a sort of way. Uh, preferably on the football field, though. Uh, it needs to be identifiable. So say number on the on the front of the jersey, the team name. If I'm looking for uh, like a 59 and I see a 59 on this team and I'm looking through all this like roster stuff and all that and I see uh, a profile picture of 59 with that team and I'm already now in the right place. Uh, the bio is the first thing that every single recruit is going to see. So this is the main portion of your Twitter account. It's what's going to attract people. It's going to, most importantly, it's going to join the coaches and get them to start engaging in what you've posted. Uh, your full name or uh, nicknames are never really the best thing to have. So it makes it a lot harder to find a player if they've got like a very generic name. And I'm sure it looks good if you've got like Athlete X as your uh, your at on, on Twitter. But I'll tell you now, it's not the easiest thing to find. It's much easier to go by a name or if it's uh if it's a hard to spell name or a difficult name to put on the Twitter bio, a, a shortened or nickname, as long as you make that very clear in the highlight reel that that is the shortened nickname, then you should be fine. Uh, next, you've got to be your city or country. Obviously, this is pretty fundamental how they're going to know where you are if you don't know where you're not establishing that uh, connection. And it also allows you to get that connection between you and the coach. They'll already know more about you. If you live in that uh, place, you can know about the culture, about the the kind of the thing that you can bring to the team. And I think that's a very underrated part of it is bringing people in that know about the culture of so the place that they're actually at or similar places. Of course, height and weight, very important. Using height for centimeters and feet. If you can put both of them, great. Obviously, American use, um, and Europeans use different uh, things. Obviously, Brits, we also use a different thing as well. Uh, so kilos for the weight is probably the easiest or pounds whatever you want to go for, height and feet and centimetres also. If you want to put both of them, no worries. It's just extra information. 
position, of course, another no-brainer. Primary position and secondary position if you have one. This shows versatility and the ability to be coached in multiple positions on the field. They can also come across and they can actually interact. So quarterback and safety, running back and linebacker, receiver and corner. They kind of go hand in hand. If you play receiver, you know what to look for from a corner. If you play corner and the receiver, you know what to look for from the receivers as well. So it shows versatility. It shows a high football IQ and it shows a willingness to play where you need it, which I think is very important for full coaches. They're going to be looking for Europeans that are unproven quite a lot of the time. A lot of American coaches don't understand how high quality football is in Europe. So it's important that you can play in, if you are just a strictly a callback, that's fine. But if you can show versatility, then that's just another feather in your cap that you can have. Uh, next high school graduation year, whatever year it is, is whatever you, you finish high school and you're going into college. For example, if you're going to finish high school uh, this year, you put class of 2023. Also a GPA or expected GPA, as well as SAT scores if possible. Uh, this allows the coaches just to get more of an, uh, a view about how important education is to you. If you're going to try and go to the States, education is absolutely imperative because D1, you're going to need a good education. D3, especially, you're going to need a good education because they can't do academic scholarships. D2, depending on the school, can do um, a bit of both. But D, D1 can pretty much do whatever, but you need to have good scores, otherwise you're not going to go to those schools, especially with the Ivy League schools. Uh, and then at the link to your film, and of course, we'll, uh, we'll talk about that more in depth. If you're going for an Instagram link, which I've seen lots of times, you've got to make sure you're not privated, because then it's just a dead end. And as a person that was going through all these players, I had 700, 800 people. If I see an Instagram link on the Twitter bar, I click on it, it leads me to a private page. I'm not going to wait for you to accept my follow request so I can watch a two-minute highlight reel. I'm just going to move on to the next person. And then uh, you may have lost potential opportunity. And then huddle as well. Uh, quite often, if the huddle link isn't exactly functioning, it will go to the explore page. And then that is also an, another kind of... You don't want a college recruiter to be looking and searching and see a name and then they go on that and they check on this and they've got to search up on Google to see if they can find that same link. So you got to make sure that that's working. And any measurables are making more marketable as well. If you see you're uh, squatting some crazy weights or have got a really, really high bench press, but you're 40s, 4'2", you want to push that as well. It's all about marketability. It's all about really showing what you can bring to a team and how important it is to engage with your coaches. Yeah, pretty much. It's about how you look in the eyes of the coaches, what you put out there that's going to make yourself look more standoutish than other players. So if you have a 625-pound squat or a 4240, or if you bench 350 pounds and you put that in your bio, the coach is going to see that and be like, wow, this guy is a crazy athlete. He is very valuable. I could use somebody with his talent, his skill, his strength, his speed on my team. So that's something that you need to keep in mind when you uh, make your Twitter bio, just having something that makes you stand out over other football players. The next most important thing that needs to be talked about when you create a, a Twitter profile is how to engage with coaches. This is the, the crux of what we're talking about today. You use Twitter for recruiting, you use Twitter to, to get you know, noticed by people, but how do you use it to engage with coaches? Here's what you need to know, first of all. You need to find coaches and colleges that you feel comfortable talking to, that you feel like you can play at, 
and that you're interested in because you believe that you have the talent and the ability to play at these colleges. Be realistic and target those with a positional need. What that means is if you look at their roster, if you're an offensive lineman like me and you look at their roster and they already have 13 offensive linemen, 12 of those being tackles, which is your position, it's good to reach out, but maybe try and find other options that have more of a need for your position. The more that a coach needs you, the more he's going to want to pursue you. Next, you'll want to find coaches that have open direct messages. This advice was given to me and it absolutely changed the game because I didn't know anything about Twitter at first when I started using it. What that means is when you go to the Twitter bio, there's going to be a little envelope on the right-hand side of their bio. Now, if this envelope is there, that means their direct messages are open. You can click it and feel free to send a direct message to the coach. If it's not there, you're not going to be able to send them a direct message. So if it's a school that you are truly interested in, try and find another coach that goes to that same school and coaches at the same school that has open direct messages. That's very, very important and something that I have done countless, countless times. But probably the hardest thing is uh, when you get to this point of sending direct messages and, you know, engaging with coaches, you don't know what to send. Um, Matt, I believe just recently you had somebody ask you, hey, can you message a coach for me? Like, how did that go down? What, what were you able to, to tell him? Yeah, yeah. well, he was a young uh, offensive lineman, probably about 14, 15, and he was telling me that he was uh, on a spectrum. So was kind of having difficulty kind of articulating how he wanted to come across two coaches and he asked me to uh kind of give some advice and some words and try and help him reach out to two um coaches that potentially need offensive linemen and uh yeah i think a, a lot of people just don't understand how to kind of put that and keep it short because you don't want an a4 whole piece of paragraph paper to send to these people you gotta keep it kind of to the point and but without it being boring you know what i mean you need to get the key facts in quick easy done and then set up nicely for a coach to read in a quick succession. Yeah, that's very true. That's one of the, the questions that I get the most working with Europe's Elite. I have y'all guys uh, DM me, text me, be like, hey, what should I what should I say to coaches? How do I write a message to a coach? And I've, I've personally written messages for a couple guys, uh, some on my team in Europe, some for you guys I've written messages for that you can copy and paste and send to people. Let me give you an outline of a message that I have sent to over 200 coaches uh, during my recruiting process. It looks a little something like this. Hello, Coach Blank. Always have coach and have a space to put the coach's name that you're DMing. My name is Parker Rogers, and I'm a six foot five, 240 pound offensive lineman, and I have just completed my junior football season. That's my second to last football season in high school. I have started at Varsity Center for two years in Texas for a private school football. And as, as of this past year, I played starting offensive guard on a team called the Prague Lions. The Lions are a nine man football team in Prague, Czech Republic, that plays competition all around the Czech Republic. I'm looking for a place to continue my football careers, my football career and academic career after high school. And your program has stood out to me. Here's a link to my highlights from this season. Copy and paste your huddle link to your, to your uh, highlights. Now, there's a couple of things to break down here. First off is how you begin the message. Always address who you're talking to first. You, you want to start out by saying, hello, coach blank. So whatever coach you're talking, if you're talking to coach Tommy Johnson, right? Hello, coach Tommy Johnson. Then my name is blank. Put your name. Um, and then immediately put your height, weight, and position. That is going to stand out to coaches first because now they know who they're talking to, what position they play, and how big they are, right? That's the key things that you're looking for, that coaches are looking for when they're recruiting a player. Then put what year you are. So for me, I put, I, would, I just finished my junior season of football, so that tells the coach I'm about to be a senior, so I have one more year of high school left. Then 
what did I put next? I put just a little bit about myself. Um, for me personally, my story is a bit different. I lived in Texas for my first years of high school. So I put, I played two years uh, of Texas private school football and I started both years there. Then I put where I was from in Europe. Now for you guys, if you have lived in Europe your whole life, put that first. I am from a blank place in Europe and I play for this team. Okay, now the coach is interested. He knows you're international. He knows where you're from. Now he knows something that you can bring to the team, something that's valuable about yourself. Then put a little bit about your team if it's a little bit different than America. If you guys didn't know, not all teams in Europe play 11-man football. Um, and just about every major high school in America plays 11-man football. So for me, I went from playing 11-man football to playing 9-man football. All that means is that there's two less linemen. So I put, hey, I play 9-man football just so they're not confused on the film. Like, what am I watching? I'm, I'm kind of surprised here. So I put that I played 9-man football. And then I put the team name and the place that it was located, and just a little bit about the team. So for me, that looked like, well, they play competition all around the country of the Czech Republic. Small country, uh, big competition. And then the something that is going to like make coaches like hold on to your message and be like, okay, this is, this is great. This person is interested. I am looking for a place to continue my, first of all, academic, second of all, football career after high school, and your program has stood out to me. That means that you've, this shows the coach that you've taken the time to look at their program, look at their school and assess that like, yeah, this is a place that I want to go to. This is a place that I'm going to fit in at. And then of course, copy and paste a link to your highlights so that the coach has something very easily clickable to see, okay, what's this guy all about? How good is he? And that's the message. That's it. Um, that's all you, that's all you have to do. That's all you need to put in there. If you do need, still need a little bit of help, feel free to reach out to Matt or I, and we can kind of walk you through it again, see if your message is good, if your grammar is all right, just uh, to kind of bridge the gap there between um, the European and the American connection. But that's it. Once you establish a connection with the coaches, it's up to you to build conversation and a rapport uh, with the coach that you're talking to. Keep finding coaches and keep sending messages. Don't quit. I had a rule for myself that every week I would send out at the very least 10 messages to 10 to 10 different coaches, just so that I could establish a connection with coaches, just so that I could start getting interest from coaches. Be mindful also of what you tweet, retweet and like on Twitter. Coaches will see that and they will go look for that just to see the type of person you are. So be mindful what your uh, activity on Twitter looks like. And, you know, that's about it as far as engaging with coaches, but mm. I think something that we should also be talking about is how many people actually should be doing this. And for me, everybody should be doing this. Matt, what's your take on young athletes yeah. doing this? For sure. I mean, I mean, the more avenues you can explore to put yourself out there is the best. If you just only use Instagram, only using Facebook, or only using Twitter, then you're going to be limiting yourself to the coaches that are only on those platforms. So expanding it and then connecting them in a sort of way, it's just going to lead to more... Um, more opportunities for you. You don't want to cut off a potential coach just because I don't really like Twitter that much. I'm just not really feeling it. Like that's just that might damage your ability to contact coaches. And another just that small thing as well. You can pin things to your top of your Twitter thing. If I'm scrolling through and I see someone that's got a pin tweet, I'm probably gonna look at it as well. Pin the highlights, pin the most recent ones, keep up to date with that. Don't have highlights pin pinned from six years ago. I saw that a lot. <laughs> so like yeah, I mean, Twitter's great. It's, it's where a lot of the coaches are. It's where you can find positional coaches as well. And you can even start the dialogue with those. So, coach, here's my film. Uh, 
I'm just interested in what kind of scheme you run and, and if whether you need this slot receiver. And I could be that, you know, it's open in dialogue. It's um, building connections with people that you potentially couldn't have had before uh, with other platforms. A lot of people are more open to it. And I think it's a very, very good place to uh, to open a dialogue and to put yourself out there in a marketable, marketable, marketable way. You know what I mean? That kind of yeah, for sure. impact, for sure. And definitely something else to, to do on Twitter you know what they say, an athlete didn't have a workout if they don't post about it. Post your workouts <laughs> on Twitter. Like, if you're hitting crazy weight on squat or bench, take a video and post it. Coaches are going to see that. It's I'm very so. easy. On Twitter, you just go to media, and you're able to scroll to see what different pictures and videos that the person has posted. For yeah. me, personally, um, just to give you a quick overview of, so, like, how a Twitter bio should look, just kind of tying it back into the front, my Twitter profile looks something like this. My username, Parker Rogers 19 Okay, shows who I am in the name slot, Parker Rogers. It's me. My my uh, profile picture is a picture of me playing football with my number easily seeable. So, you know who I am, what number I am and what position I play. Then very quickly, it goes six foot five, 290 pound offensive tackle height, weight position. Very, very important. When I lived in Europe, it would say Prague, Czech Republic, uh, Prague Lions, U21 um, team. Then. Uh, I also say four-year varsity starter shows the the level that you play at, how good you are. Then I have probably one of the most important parts for schools, 4.1 GPA. That's your grade point average. Uh, and that's how American schools calculate your academics. And then now that I'm in college, it says Wheaton Football 25. That's the year that I graduate college. For somebody else, it could be Cologne Crocodiles 23. If, if you play on the, the, the Cologne Crocodiles this year and you're about to graduate, it'd be that's how you would put it there. Um, and then I have my, then something else that we want to put is your age. So I have my age, I'm 19 years old, got to change that soon, about to turn 20. And then it just has a link to my huddle profile. And then before I committed to college, my pin tweet would always be my latest highlight. So anytime I would make highlights, you copy paste the link into a tweet, tweet it, um, tag coaches, tag different coaches in your tweets. If you have highlights, tag them, they're going to, you know, see the mention, see the at, okay, who is this tweeting at me? What are they posting? Oh, it's a link to huddle. Let me click it real quick. Let me scrub through their highlights. That's also another really good thing to do. I've done that tons. I did that tons of time times when I was trying to be recruited to college. And I got, you know, when I had added a coach, sometimes I would get a DM. If I followed a coach, sometimes I would get a DM. Do not stop trying. Be persistent. That's the main thing. Be persistent. Sure. I mean, I'm 22. So I'm a little bit past my college days of uh, messaging coaches. So that's one to get like an example of one of the uh, leader players. So we talked about Kofi before in the last couple episodes, if you want to go back and watch those. So I've just searched up random players thinking who's a good player we can use an example of. I have no, never checked his Twitter prior to this, right? Profile picture, him standing, number, NFL Academy. Banner, his wingspan, his height is visible in the banner. Four-star four, four star outside linebacker for NFL Academy. So you got his rank, you got his possession, you got his team. Height, 6'3.5, that's his height. Weight, 220, class of 23, his GPA, and the fact that he's an All-American commit. His huddle link is linked, and his pinned tweet is his offer from Ole Miss. A completely random player. He's retweeted, retweeted uh, teams, his workouts, uh, his, um, his friends at NFL Academy as well, which I think is an underrated thing. If you're retweeting people, the coaches might see your thing and he's supporting your, uh, your teammates. They could also lead to them to get more opportunities. How to link, check in, works, go straight to him, game highlights. 
uh, for Kofi. So yeah, that's like the perfect idea bio. It's simple, easy. It's got all the information in like two or three lines. And I think that is exactly what you're kind of looking for. You know what I mean? It's it's informative. It's simple. And then I'm sure that he was mentioning coaches. He's obviously with the NFLA, so they've got their own draw. But the same goes for everyone. You know what I mean? It, it, where you're from in Europe, if you're from Cologne, if you're from Hamburg, if you're from Hungary, if you're from Italy, it's the same thing uh, that you will be trying to put out to these American or other, maybe in other European teams like NFL Academy or Pride or like uh, RIG, just for the European examples. Yeah, it matters to have that information and it matters to be sending that information to everyone that will be able to even lock eyes on it for just a second because that split second could really change the next like four years of your college life. Like it's such a small, like small thing, but one message you see it all the time of like, it started here, now we're here. And it's like a four-year gap between because someone sent one message to one coach and that changed their entire life. So it's a huge, huge advantage to have this platform available to us in the year 2022. Yeah, bottom line, use Twitter. Get on there. If you don't have an account, make an account. Follow what we've told you, and you're going to be set up for, for a long time just being able to message coaches and market yourself. Market yourself. Sell yourself. The coach needs you. Bottom line, um, use it. It's a very effective tool. And, can, and it can help you out greatly. But that about wraps it up for, for this episode. Matt, thank you for uh, just walking us through how to set up a Twitter profile, what to put in the bio and everything. And, you know, guys, um, the rest is up to you. Go out there, message the coaches, uh, tweet the coaches, do everything you can to make yourself more appealing to coaches. Um, and we wish you the best of luck. So until next time, I'm Parker Rogers signing off. <laughs>